0: Trump just tweeted about that whole ESPN story. We'll have to get into that. It's pretty good. He, he's uh, he's right on this issue, by the way. But it, the last thing he puts in his tweet about ESPN and how they need to fire that girl is apologize for untruth. Wow, <laughs> That might be my new motto. Apologize for untruth. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. That's a good one. Yeah. So that coming up.
3: Caffeinated porn or free expression? Welcome to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: This is a First Amendment issue, people. We're <laughs> constitutionalists.
3: The Bikini Baristas of Everett, Washington. In the news, controversial uh, arrests, lawsuits, counter-lawsuits, etc. Let's see, is he locked? Why won't this work right? Okay. We have on the line Skylar Schultz, who is a property developer and co-owner of four of the six Hillbilly Espresso locations in washington state also his attorney Derek newman on the line uh, presumably to keep him from going over the line uh skylar good morning how are you sir good morning jack and joe how are you guys it, it's good. we're good we're good we're glad to be talking to you and Derek, how are you doing
2: good morning i i like you when skylar goes over the line awesome <laughs> I'm not challenging that I, I encourage it
3: fantastic well in terms of uh, free speech there is no line except uh terroristic threats and Inciting riot and that sort of thing, and we're uh, we're certainly in favor of that sort of freedom of expression around here. So, Skyler, uh, let's talk about. um, Let's start with your your coffee shops, the Hillbilly Espresso. If I open the door and walk
0: in, I need a cup of coffee in the morning to get going. What am I going to see?
4: You're going to pull up to one of our stands. You're going to see a girl in a bikini. She's going to give you a hot, hot cup of coffee. Simple as that. Nothing more. Nothing less. Am I going to see a nipple? No.
3: You, you can look down and see your own if you want. <laughs> that, eh, ain't that great. That doesn't count. Um, tell me, tell me this, uh, because you know, even as libertarian-leaning folks, we understand you have to, you know, you have to consider your neighbor's feelings. You just you want to be polite. You want to be reasonable. You want to be a good neighbor. Do the gals like stand out on the corner and and dance suggestively at your places
4: or anything like that? that may happen at like furniture mattress stores, but not at our places. And actually I think I can speak to the industry as a whole. No, we we don't go out dancing in the streets. We keep it strictly inside the stands.
0: Are you talking also, about the coffee the industry? Is, are you talking about the coffee industry as a whole or are the we have hotties serving coffee
4: industry? The coffee industry as a okay. whole.
3: Gotcha. We got a couple of emails from uh, from women in particular who live in the Everett area who say there are some stands, and I don't believe it was one of yours, Skylar, but uh, some stands where they have to like either cover their children's eyes or fake them out and tell them, hey, kids, look over there, because there is precisely what I've described going on.
4: What you see at these stands is what any five-year-old child would see on any given American beach – Any of those emails, I doubt that they've even pulled through our stands before, and I encourage them, come by. Well, no, that was the point.
3: They didn't have to pull through the stands, they were saying. It It was clear on the street.
4: We're not visible from the street.
3: Okay. All right. Fair enough. If you're not, you don't have to take responsibility for everybody. Decent. Because I know there's some tr- right. prostitution going on at one stand or another Decent uh, point recently, up. but it's not on you. Don't don't get us wrong.
0: Decent point about the beaches. I go to the, the, the city pool a lot during the summer, and there's a lot of high school, college girls there dressed as, I mean, if you were any more provocatively dressed, you'd be naked. I mean, you're barely dressed at all, and we seem to think that the children aren't, their lives aren't ruined by seeing that at our at our community pools. Um, so uh, Everett, Washington, the city got involved, and in they're concerned about city ordinance three five five nine seventeen, which, as you know, says, and I quote, "prohibits workers from exposing more than one half of the part of the female breast located below the top of the areola, and the bottom one half of the anal cleft." Not exactly sure what that even is.
3: Oh come on! Now, now uh, here's where I gotta differ with uh, with our friends uh, Skyler and uh, Derek. I believe in the lawsuit. You say uh, it's unlikely that most citizens would be able to determine the location of their anal cleft. I got but you I have studied it and you know it. I can find it with both hands, as the expression goes. Uh, come on, everybody knows where the butt crack is. Is
5: that what they're talking
2: about? Of course, sure. Okay. Yeah. This statute doesn't say butt crack.
3: It probably
0: should. It's, it's, I've never heard the cleft. term anal cleft, so I'm not exactly sure what it means. Oh, you're lying to me. No, I'm
3: not. You're Is lying that what to they, me.
0: I didn't honestly know what you, they meant. You didn't know what they meant, butt crack. No. All right. No, I did not. Okay. But you think that's what they do mean?
3: I, I, yes. Uh, in short, mm. yes.
0: I thought maybe they meant a, uh, well, I don't want to get too graphic, but a particular region of that, of that whole thing.
3: Oh, my. the 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 business district yeah that's what i thought maybe they meant (laughs) apparently not so you guys are counter-suing what's what's the basis of your suit what are you saying to the city council guys
2: Well, it's not a suit against the city council. It's a suit against the city of Everett. We're asking the court to declare these ordinances unconstitutional because, as you mentioned, the First Amendment gives these bikini baristas the right to express themselves. And if you talk to them, like if you had the bikini baristas here, they would tell you that they have scars and tattoos that they want to expose because they express messages of freedom, who they are personally, (laughs) and it opens up... You you laugh. Yes, I do. You you should be interviewing the baristas, and they'll tell you exactly why they're there, and it's not just for money. I see. I the city is shutting them down, not allowing them to express themselves the way that they are entitled to and can if they're outside. The barista standing yeah, well, there walking on sure. the street in the summer,
1: right? But look, politically,
0: I think it, as long as you're not standing out on the streets waving it in kids' faces as they go by in the school bus, you're just serving coffee in the building. Yeah, you can do it all day long. If people don't like it, don't go to your shop. I think, but to make it a woman's rights thing, and it's not just you think you'll get more customers because they're wearing bikinis. I think it's pretty hilarious.
2: <laughs> but it's absolutely a women's rights thing. These ordinances regulate only women. Only in certain circumstances, because the city doesn't like their message. And the city doesn't even understand their message. The city thinks it's a sexual thing. And sure, for some guys who go in there, they're expecting some type of sexual message. But for the girls who are expressing themselves, that's not their message. And they're entitled to express themselves how they see fit. They're not offending anybody except for the city who doesn't go to these bikini barista stands except after hours when they're hiding who they really are. <laughs> I, I
3: will wow. I will tell you this. The actual statute is unintentionally hilarious. And the one thing that is absolutely undeniable, well, I'll get to some of the hilarious parts. Jack mentioned the whole you can't show the bottom half of the anal cleft. You can't show more than one half of the female breast located below the top of the areola. You can't show, quote unquote, the top three inches of the leg. And as your suit mentions, this would require baristas to undergo a humiliating and intrusive examination so the officer can calculate whether a clothing choice exposes more than the law allows. I mean, this is straight out of Tehran,
2: really. The idea that you're going to go in with a measuring tape. If you're the officer, you're very excited about this, right? Oh, God. Like, like you're the officer, and you spent all day going after people who uh, are selling drugs or the like. You had a very rough day, and now you get to take advantage of this statute. If you're not a really good person and you're a police officer in Everett, there's a lot you can do with this statute that violates women's liberty interests. So, are there some of these coffee places?
0: Uh, we we read a story of some of these coffee places, not yours. Yours sounds like something that I'm perfectly okay with. And if you don't like it, depending that, on how go. good the
3: coffee is, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, depending on the coffee and the service. But uh, are some of these places? Two of them turned into a, t- turned out to be whorehouses. Is that a case? Some people that are they- serving.
4: There's no merit to this. Back in like 2010, 2012, the Everett Police Department ma- launched a massive investigation against this woman, and it was completely unfounded. Uh, she, Carmela Panacio, forgive me if I'm saying her last name wrong, actually ended up suing the city of Everett. She was successful in her claim, and she turned it right back on these people. Wow. Now, there are bad actors in the industry, but really, the city of Everett overstepped over and over and over, and this is just another lame attempt. And, and you know, one of the great
3: principles you have to keep in mind if you love liberty at all is, uh, you know, quite apart from the sacred principles, which you don't get to cross whether you want to or not. But is the cure going to be worse than the disease? And I would say this statute is absolutely ridiculous. The idea of uh, enforcing it would be uh, both hilarious and humiliating for for the women involved. And it's just silly. Are, are you OK with like a common sense? Look, no, like suggestive dancing in view of the 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 roadway. Any? Do you have any problem with that?
4: We tried to be reasonable with the city of Everett. We actually went to them. We've had good relationships with the government. We've actually given a camera feed uh, to the local police department as well. Wow, uh, that's oh, we, good way we, to we, while we away the fight. hours. <laughs> 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 and uh, they. This is just more puritanical views. I mean, really, uh, since when can the government, uh, when can they uh, they actually dictate dress code and private enterprise? It it shouldn't happen. Common sense would be great, but common sense has flown out the window. The city has been completely out of their bounds.
0: Well, it's pretty clear Everett Washington has been taken over by the Taliban. I think that's pretty (laughs) clear to me.
3: (laughs) Yes. so it seems. And and what's more, right down the the street in Seattle, you've got a known child molester who just uh, resigned as mayor. Allegedly, according to five different guys, including a relative. So it's it's kind of funny that, that girls in bikinis would be the uh, subject of great outrage. But uh, Skylar Lifshultz owns a handful of hillbilly espresso locations, and Derek Newman is his attorney. Uh, guys, uh, how do you feel about this? How do you like your chances?
2: I think that we should win this one. I think these ordinances are clearly unconstitutional.
3: Well, if you do, send us a, a little gift certificate for a free cup of coffee. Would I you? like your chances. Yeah. Yep. Hey, uh, good to talk to both you fellows. Thanks for the time.
2: Happy trails. All right. Thanks.
0: I like their, I think their legal angle is smart, but the idea that it's all about a woman's Free expression of her scar to other people. Right. And not, I get more dudes to show up and buy coffee because I got hotties dressed in a
3: few clothes. It's just, I, I would find it like pretty, pretty hilarious. I would like to explain to you why I have a tattoo of a butterfly right next to my nipple. <laughs> it expresses my desire to be free of the bounds of my own preconceptions. <laughs>
1: really?
5: <laughs> Tell me it, more. I don't think it has to be one of those things or the other. I, I think it
3: could be both. Well, sure, sure, yeah. and and you gotta you gotta overprove your case. I mean, you don't show up as a lawyer with you know. Let's see, I need three pounds evidence. Yep, here's three pounds. Ah, you yeah, go ahead and bring five.
0: No, from his standpoint, I mean, for the for the chick, I'm sure she thinks her butterfly and her
3: boob is very important and wants to show it to people. Sean, Sean, if you would please do you reacting to a woman explaining her <laughs> butterfly boob tattoo in a club. Oh, oh, real. So it's it's about it's about family. <laughs> okay, go on. <laughs>
5: And what are the, the 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 Asian characters on on its wings? What are those? Oh, oh, independence! Wow, that is nice. How about that? Tranquilities on the other wing. Well, that's those go nicely together. Um, that's that's like,
0: really
3: that's... interesting. But I don't
0: think right, he exactly. opened. I don't think he opened this coffee shop and came up with the idea because he wants women to be able to express themselves. Oh, uh,
5: I
3: mean, your, your drink's getting a little low. Can I can I get you another drink? Another yeah, drink? exactly. Freshen you up. Yeah. Listen. So uh, again, to uh, Ann's email of earlier. Uh, blah, blah, blah. There are a range of stands from topless stands where the girls wear the scandiest thongs and pasties, typical bikinis. Many are on main roads where you can see the baristas as you drive by. In many cases, it's unavoidable. But
0: that's Um, a different thing. So there's no point in in talking about these as if they're the same thing. If somebody is doing that... What, pasties and and panties? Standing out on the street, that's a different thing.
3: You can see the baristas from the street. At this particular Hillbilly Express? No. No, at a bunch of them.
0: Well, yeah, but so that's a different thing. It's a, it's a, like a different conversation.
3: It reminds, or like, is it?
0: It's like, yes, it's a completely different conversation. Or is it? It's discussing a restaurant and a strip club and lumping them together as if they're the same thing.
3: I think the difference is a lot more subtle than you're claiming.
0: This sounds to me like when uh, a couple different places we worked, when a Hooters comes to town and the, oh you know everybody God. gets all worked up in protests. And because they don't know, because they don't go to these places, that across the street is a sports bar where the women dress exactly the same. Right. And always have. Right. And nobody's been damaged by it. Right. Yeah.
3: So. You know, I don't want porn with my news. Fox News. I don't, <laughs> I don't. I don't want porn. Well, they, they have beautiful women in tiny skirts and oiled legs, and and cleavage showing. It's fine. I just don't need it. I don't need porn with my coffee. No,
0: neither do I. That's just... I don't
3: particularly need porn with my uh, with my sports bar. Although a, 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 a fit young woman uh, serving me a beer and perhaps a, a burger while I'm out with my friends it reminds us all the importance of physical fitness. So I appreciate that, but I, and how can you tell how physically fit she is unless she's wearing very tight shorts?
0: But I have wanted to say before, you, you don't have to do the whole flirty thing with me. I just I'll tip you the same either way. Right. I'm not going to, you know, I'm I'm getting nothing out of this and I mean, you know, it takes up your time and energy. You can do that guy over there, he might enjoy it, but I just you're wasting <laughs> your time.
3: Go try it on that sucker over there. Yeah, yeah, just I don't care. As the old saying goes and forgive me for this This head up here is running the show, all right? So we're fine here. Just give me my coffee. I'm going to give you some money. Let's get out of here. We're not getting married. We're not having sex. I'm fully aware of this. Can we move
0: it
1: along? I'm pretty sure she
0: likes me. She keeps coming back to the table. I think I may have a chance over here, fellas.
3: Anyway. All right. That's enough of that, huh? Yeah. Him and his lawyer on the phone. Meanwhile, in Berkeley, California, they just remembered there is a First Amendment, and somebody slightly right of Mitt Romney was able to give a speech with only some bloodshed. And that's a victory in Berkeley. Also, a lot of
0: conservative radio went crazy over Donald Trump yesterday. Some of the heavyweights are not happy with Trump. and They might, they they see this as maybe the end of it.
3: And the, the really stupid Pornographic, humiliating, and serious trial of Senator Robert Menendez next hour. Good stuff
0: coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. What would you call a Republican
2: who sounds like Jeb Bush now when it comes to immigration and DACA? You would call them a Republican in name only, right? A rhino. Well, the President of the United States is apparently a rhino. Imagine if he called out to the crowd, We're going to build samples of the wall samples of the wall and
4: we're going to make the american taxpayers pay for it
6: is trump i'm asking you who voted for him is he this tone deaf see this ignorant does he not know what got him elected
0: from there that was mark levin laura ingram and rush limbaugh and the rush limbaugh one really stuck out to me that i was shocked yeah, that's that's the definitely the harshest I've ever heard Rush Limbaugh be
3: on Donald Trump. Although he is such a genius at never criticizing the good team, you notice how he put it. I'm asking you. Is he these? Uh, which is he is the greatest panderer in the history of of, of broadcast? Certainly, and uh, understand me. Rush Limbaugh is utterly open about what he does for a living. He advocates for one size. He, he litigates the argument for the conservative side. He's not there to question it. So I think he's, he's and his success is unmistakable. But that's what he's doing. Mm. He means that. He's, that's what he thinks, but he's acting as if he doesn't, which is just great. So
0: did Trump cross some sort of line in the last several days on this immigration thing? My, my brother, who's a Trump voter, he texted me and uh, he said he thinks Trump may have gone too far this time. And he's talking about what he heard from Mark Levin and Dennis Miller and Ann Coulter and various people.
3: Interesting. It's not clear to me what he's done or what he's agreed to. Uh, that, that's so foggy. I, I can't really, I can't answer the question. Because he came out, and well, the, the Democrats came out and said, we have an agreement. We're going to legalize these kids. We're going to pass the DREAM Act and then we'll add a little security to the border. No problem. But no wall, no freaking wall, not now, not ever. And then Trump came back and said, oh, there's no agreement. Got to have a big wall and extreme security. I think So what, it's not clear to me what happened.
0: I think what they said is exactly what's going to happen. Nobody's being booted out. And there ain't gonna, they ain't going to build a wall. Which, uh, Whoever thought they were going to build a wall? Are there people that actually believed that a wall was going to be built? I thought
3: everybody was in on the joke on that. I know, it's just so dumb. I'm just so tired of the conversation. A wall where a wall is appropriate. A double fence where a double fence is appropriate. Electronic surveillance where that's appropriate. Human patrols where that's appropriate. A secure border is what we're talking about. Not a freaking wall. Are there people that are bothered by it
0: not being an actual brick wall if it does
3: the same thing? Are there actually people that, that bothers? I think so, yeah. Really? They, they wow. took it literally. But I don't, you know, I'm not going to spend a lot of time dealing with those people. But, um, so, uh, number one, it's utterly unclear to me what Trump is doing at all, Laura, or what he agreed to, or kind of, sort of agreed to.
0: Because Laura Ingraham seemed to think that was a really big part of it yesterday, that was going to uh, alienate people. That it's yeah. not going to be an actual wall.
3: Yeah, I, I know. I just, it's it's a question, my friends, my friends, it's a question of geography, topography, the the realities of construction, that's all I'm talking about. I want a border so secure not a single person gets in who's not supposed to. I'm with you on that. Just the idea of it's got to be a wall is kind of silly. Oh, the other thing is, and these things are always so much more complex than they're portrayed. Generally, you don't find out until after the legislation's passed. But the idea of chain immigration, so and everybody talks about these kids. A lot of them are in their twenties and thirties now, so they're not kids anymore. They were kids, and anybody who uses the term "dreamers" on this show, I'm coming over the table at you. <laughs> anyway, the people uh, concerned with uh, the people who are uh, who are affected by the jurisdiction of DACA. Um, so we grant them a path to citizenship or papers or whatever. Do they get to say, "Oh, my poor mama, my poor papa"? under the family reunification policies particularly of the left so our mom in and dad in uh younger brother and sister who were born here obviously i guess they would be covered anyway how about older brother and sister who were uh who came in with the family as adults how about them how about uh, their beloved aunt uh, uh, their Tijuana they they love her she she raised them i mean she's practically their mom does she get in how about their uncle how about their cousins how about grandma and grandpa so where does this
0: end? But politically, because that's all really interesting. But politically, um a, Thank you. <laughs> politically, do you think he crossed some sort of line? Do you think it's a uh, Oh my god, he's one of them. Do you think it's a you, he'll you'll never they'll never feel the same way about him again moment.
3: It depends where it goes from here. Cuz those are some of your leaders right there. Yeah. Yeah, Laura Ingerman Coulter, Mark Levin, Rush Limbaugh. I mean, those are some You know, I put Laura Ingram in a slightly different bag than some of the other ones, uh, because I think she's more reasonable. Joe Getty wants to put Laura Ingram in a bag. Oh, boy. (laughs) That's (laughs) troubling. And... uh... the idea that we have to have the whole loaf all the time, and if we don't, it's an outrage and a betrayal and we're being attacked, is a great way to get people tuned in. It keeps them whipped up. It's It's a really successful, profitable form of talk radio for a few people. And then you got a lot of, like, not very good imitators of those people who are just awful. But anyway, it's hard to know. Whether that point of view, which is like the Levin point of view, and Mark Levin is another just unbelievable radio talent, but that's, that's his whole thing. We need the whole loaf all the time. Um, and he explains it with, in, with great intelligence. I don't fault him for that. But will that matter if the deal actually ends up being pretty damn solid and we get some really good border security in six months as part of the giving on the DACA people? If it comes out that way, then no. The answer is no. I don't think it causes Trump permanent damage among the mass of his base. I don't think so. But if it's as weak an agreement as they are suggesting it is, well, then, yes, it will. Absolutely. Uh, but again, this is, I mean, you know, no, the, the debt inter- ceiling he gave completely. He he took their opening offer. Right. Which was Interesting. We have listeners they corresponded with us saying, "Oh no, 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 he's ob- he's obligating the Democrats. He is getting them in the Oval Office maybe. with his arms around him, and then when he comes to them, they're going to have to cooperate. maybe he they knows think more he's about- a genius of making deals he knows right? more about that than I do." Uh, on the other hand, you know, what is this DACA deal? You know, the expression of pig in a poke. A poke is a bag. You know, a guy sells you a pig, and you don't look in a bag, and you open it up, and it's a dead pig, or it's a pile of rocks, or whatever. The, this, this happen a lot? The, oh, well, that's well, it's an ancient expression, so it must have. You're buying a pig in a poke. Um, this is more than a pig in a poke. They don't even let me look at the bag. I have no idea what everybody's talking about. It's a pig in a poke in a poke.
0: Right? Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Inside another pig. <laughs> I don't know. It'll be interesting to follow, see where this goes. What's uh, coming up in the news, Marshall?
6: Well, we got a massive manhunt underway for the bucket bomber who tried to blow up a London train this morning. We've got more from conservative firebrand Ben Shapiro at UC Berkeley. And hey, Berkeley morons. Islamism is, is
3: the threat you should be worried about. Not freaking Ben Shapiro,
6: please. And we got another study. At what age are you no longer young? You're going to be surprised by this one. Coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty.
0: Hmm. Okay. Picking up a number in my mind. I'll stay tuned. And a celebrity to death. Also, we got to hit you with breaking news celebrity to death. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty show. We often talk about what's the headline in your house Because a lot of the stuff that's in the news Is not the headline in your own home or your own life Sure And uh, my wife just texted me Both the kids are sick Keeping them home Uh. from school That's the headline in my house That's the Mm. weekend we got going If you've ever done that It's going to be, you know, movies and weird
3: hours and all that stuff Breaking news out of my house Joe doesn't understand how the new burglar alarm works (laughs) <laughs> That's a good one Sorry honey, but good morning It's good to see you. Yeah,
5: in a strange twist, my life is actually Mirroring a lot of the headlines because I have Ben Shapiro Scheduled to come to speak at my house this weekend so. But it's normally not like that right. Is the point point? Yeah. And you have an 18
0: year old undocumented uh, child at your It's house. really this all coming together <laughs> in my, in you my were, household You
3: were gonna kick out, but now they can right. stay right. Well, it, since you're having Ben Shapiro at your house Can I come over and, and beat you bloody uh,
6: for, for listening to him Oh, um, sure. Yeah, cause, yeah. Because that's cool now. <laughs> Speaking of which, let's get the news to Marshall Phillips. Well, British police hunting now for the bucket bomber who tried to blow up a rush hour subway. There are claims the suspect is armed with knives and may have left other devices around the city. The crude device could have killed dozens, but it failed to properly detonate. But it did send a wall of fire through the carriage, injuring at least 22 people, including a 10-year-old boy. Photographs are showing what experts believe is a pretty unsophisticated bomb in a flaming white bucket bag with Christmas lights protruding out of the top. Security uh, forces are going over all the videotapes that are constantly being uh, being made of people coming in and out of that subway and any around that, that blazing bucket. Yeah, there's so much going on in the world, it was easy to kind of shove aside
3: the fact that Islamists all over the world are seeking to kill the innocent.
6: Berkeley police say they arrested nine, uh, nine people outside of campus speech by conservative commentator Ben Shapiro. One Shapiro supporter reportedly attacked, had to be taken to the hospital. But overall, last night did end relatively quietly, despite hundreds of protesters out in the streets near the UC campus. Inside the packed hall, Shapiro warned.
1: There's a pathetic new movement arising all over the country, from Sacramento to Berkeley to Dallas to Charlottesville. And that movement says that speech is violence. And must be treated as such. This is groups like Refuse Fascism. Don't worry, I'll get to the all right later. This is groups like Refuse Fascism, which professes to promote protest but has actually said it won't rule out working with groups like Antifa.
3: So uh, I would like to congratulate the city of Berkeley and, um, well, for letting the police department do their jobs and saying, look, you can't have any weapons. Do you have any weapons? We're going to arrest you. Right. Take the mask off your face everybody keep cool or we're going to drag your ass to jail and if you resist you're going to get what's a coming to you um and and only one person thank god was hurt when an, a mob of violent fascists claiming to be anti fascist hurt the poor girl. I hope she's alright.
0: By the way, if you don't agree with the Ben Shapiro's of the world, if, you, if the violence ever ends, they'll come and go without anybody even knowing.
3: Well, right. and, and y-
0: You won't even know they came and spoke at the college campus.
3: I was actually uh, picking out Little D's birthday presents uh, last night, and she wanted some good libertarian wear. Uh, including the the charming red white and blue porcupine, which has been adopted by some libertarian folks as their <laughs> emblem. but uh, you know some of the some of the shirts that I really liked, my rights don't end where your feelings begin. and the idea that speech is violence is just ridiculous. It's been. The great philosophers of mankind have spent a hell of a lot of time and energy on that very question. And then the Supreme Court has spent a tremendous amount of time and energy on that very question. And you're wrong. You're overwhelmingly,
6: undeniably, not even close to being right, wrong. At what age are we no longer young? Well, the depressing answer these researchers came up with is 35. According to a study from the University of Kent in England. It suggests that the mid-30s is the time in our lives when family pressures and financial responsibilities combine to cause problems at work and at home. Yeah. You
0: know what? That's that's a pretty good number. I was not thinking. Not young. I was thinking yeah, right. of uh, physically. That's certainly about, yep. you know, if you just look at pro athletes, that's about All the right. point. You'd certainly say you're oh, not young anymore. Oh,
5: 35. Yeah. You're, you're an old man in professional yeah. sports.
0: But in terms of you look at somebody and they still don't have their act together, <laughs> that is about the age, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. You below that, you think, ah, eh, well, they will eventually. Yeah. Mm. After that,
6: you're thinking, what the hell? <laughs> Boy, that, that's,
3: a, I like that as a test, mostly because it's judgmental.
6: <laughs> there you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. See, I'm Strong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. Interesting. You're damn right.
0: <laughs> yeah, not, not young doesn't mean
3: old, right? But you're not young, right? Yeah. So listen, doesn't matter if you're a Republican or Democrat. You may enjoy it more as a Republican, but. The Senator Robert Menendez trial is on, and what he's been accused of is is disgusting. It's ridiculous. It's it's uncool, and it's hilarious. So stay with us for a look at the Menendez trial, among other things.
0: Uh, yeah.
3: Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, speaking of uh, prominent Hispanic legislators, Javier Becerra, California's new attorney general, caught up in in a Capitol Hill probe. And is being accused of dealing dirty, really dirty. We'll see if we can squeeze that in, too. What
0: kind of dirty are you talking about?
3: Well, he had to produce a server as part of the investigation into those crooked uh, uh, tech guys on Capitol Hill who Debbie Wasserman Schultz was dealing with. He had to turn over his server to law enforcement. Oh. He turned over a fake server. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> he said,
3: uh, yeah, here's a server. Yes, for a server. Right. here's Here's one. Just bought a fresh
0: one. (laughs) Yeah. You mean like wipe it clean with a cloth? Is that what you mean? (laughs) He was riding dirty. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Target announced that it will hire 100,000 seasonal employees during the holidays. Ten of them will be on the register. The rest will wander around saying, I don't work in this department. (laughs) Whoa. Whoa.
5: Commentary on the state of customer service these days. Exactly.
0: Actually, as a target stockholder, I'm pretty happy with their their customer service. Although, I'll tell you what I don't like they do. They start restocking the shelves late in the day, Mm. and you can't get down any of the aisles. Mm. So that they don't have to have people working after they close. They figured they'd save money. Mm. You can't shop there. I think it's a bad idea. Um, we we're also just complaining about co-workers who staple papers together, but put the staple like in the middle of the paper. As close <laughs> to
5: the middle of the paper as it seems the stapler will allow. <laughs> Too far the
3: from the corner. No kidding. So you can't turn the page. You know what? I asked Sean during the commercial who the guilty party was knowing the answer. And There's no need to go there. But This is the
0: sort of thing the Syrians are complaining about. <laughs> People who staple too close to the middle. So I came across this story in the New York Post. It's, uh, it's interesting. I, how true it is, I don't know. A study claims hidden sexism makes women's sports seem dull. Well, that's uh, interesting. Yeah, and so somebody who's getting their uh, Ph.D. in this sort of thing is um, doing a paper at USC and, and went back and studied sports coverage of a women's sports and men's sports way back uh to nineties. And from the nineties until the middle two thousands, it was mostly um they saw the sexism in that anytime an athlete did well, they would then do a story about them and talk about what a great mom she is, or a great sister, or something like that, or a hmm. fantastic cook, or something like that. <laughs> How they saw the sexist. I don't know. But then, more recently, they said the problem is the 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 like subtle sexism that exists, is the announcers don't get very excited for things women do as opposed to the things men do, and they had a whole bunch of it clips. Doesn't matter I, as much. <laughs> I'd like to actually see the clips, but they said they analyzed clips and like a guy would do something, and they're like, Oh my god, did you see that? And she uh and she dunked behind her head. So anyway, another
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's an unlikely example, <laughs> but I can picture a three point shot perhaps. Yeah. God! down there's a three and it's good wasn't that cute the way she shot that ball
0: some of it might be the announce it's just like the second and third string announcers so they're not as good
5: and also that's it's a case of escalation right you've seen professional male basketball players do flip dunks to exaggerate or whatever so then Mm -hmm. when you see something that is impressive for the wnba but you have seen other things it's like seeing kind of a, a home a home fireworks display
3: after you've already seen the giant uh, up in the air I fireworks. Don't think you're display. helping yourself or anyone else, John. Uh, I wasn't uh, trying to help. I'm simply trying uh, to. You. Uh, well, you're doing either. Um, they, it's it's possible. It's a question of the excitement in the arena too. Although I, I don't, I'm not trying to make excuses for anybody. I've never. They also said they really paid it, attention to the question.
0: They also said in analyzing highlight packages on ESPN, they would regularly show. Uh, fantastic plays during the game for the men's sports and for the women's sports. They would show women cheering on the bench for good plays or hugging each other after a win, more often than In actual case they play.
3: Accidentally kiss? <laughs> oh yes. Yeah, slow, slow down.
0: <laughs> oh, oh my God, that was really out of bounds. Slow motion, no, I was. That.
3: I was lampooning the sexists. Right.
0: Exactly. You were pointing out how awful it would be that people think that. Well, I was. Um. So, do you think they do that? Now, is that because there wasn't anything <clears throat> exciting during the game to put in a highlight package, so they show girls cheering on the bench and then hugging each other after or they as, win?
3: Or as a guy who's raised boys and girls, coached boys and girls, taught boys and girls, it's possible that there are women involved in the broadcast team and the editing team, and that's what they think ought to be shown. Are they really focusing on their ability to cook? And that's a three-pointer from Jill Sampson, and man, can she make a sandwich. <laughs> were do they, well, they doing, man?
5: That is maybe out of bounds. They possibly have fewer highlights of the actual <laughs> game because the camera people fall asleep during the game oh. and they don't catch No, not helping still? No. <laughs> right. No.
0: I'm sorry for what you just heard. She's going to be on the trading block this summer. She's a great outside shooter but not much of a cook. <laughs>
3: that's going to hurt her trade value, Jim. Was
0: that happening in the early days? I don't. I
3: that's don't what they know. claim
0: in this paper more or less.
3: Uh, well, you could you could make the argument, you know, men's sports bigger, faster, stronger. And since big, fast and strong are uh, are really important in terms of sports, I mean that's the long and short of it. Uh, you know, if I have a rooting interest in the game and a women's sports game, I really enjoy it because the the drama's there, the back and forth is there. But in terms of sheer spectacle, keeping in mind sports is a TV show, right? Sports is entertainment for those watching. It's not as exciting
0: well, one thing that's got to really be make you mad if you're a female athlete is, and it's just reality, but I, Maria Sharapova was on Charlie Rose last night. She's got a book out. Why is she such a giant star? She's a good tennis player, but she, Very would, solid. she wouldn't be even close to a big enough star to have a book and be on Charlie Rose if she weren't hot. Yeah. That's that's a, a huge amount of why she gets so much press.
5: And tennis is actually the rare sport that gets better ratings for the women. They have uh, better attendance. Their their pays are, are closer. That, that's one of the, the sports
3: where the women actually it, uh, it's more uh, appreciation than the men's side. At the same time, though, with apologies to a guy who absolutely ought to be in the NFL Hall of Fame, if Tom Brady looked like Jim Plunkett, he would be less of a big deal, too. Mm. It's maybe not quite as extreme but uh, Jim, you're handsome. You're a handsome man. I, I shouldn't have used you. I'm
1: sorry I dragged you into this. <laughs>
0: Why'd you do that? I don't know. <laughs> you're listening to the Armstrong
1: and Getty Show. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
4: A laundry? Ooh, a book club.
1: Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, <sighs> oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. iHeart.